a holy community, a kahila kedosha. This week's double Torah portion, Akremot v'kedushim, kedoshim, is about how to create a holy community, a kahila kedosha. You shall leave the edges of your field for the poor to eat. You shall not insult the deaf or place a stumbling block before the blind. You shall revere your mother and your father and show deference to your elders. You shall love your fellow Jew as yourself, and you shall love each stranger in your land as yourself. These are just a few of a long list of ethical precepts covering all issues in everyday life from the economic to the dietary to the sexual. But at the portion's core, really at the center of the Torah portion is the verse, you shall be holy for I, your God, Adonai, am holy. I am Kadosh. Our purpose in life as Jews is to create a community that reflects God's holiness. A community that values respect, dignity, and integrity. A community that values intergenerational connections. A community that values generosity and empathy. So how do we build that kind of community in this day and age? On this Shabbat, I would like to talk about one way that Emmanuel is creating a kahila kedosha, how we are striving to be a holy community. Three years ago, this congregation began a process of listening. We held a series of house parties to listen to what matters to our congregants. Many members have talked to me over the last several months over my first 10 months here as a rabbi, about the moving experiences that they had at those gatherings. Just out of curiosity, raise your hand if you attended a house party or had a one-on-one conversation two years ago. You are one of the more than 600 members that we heard from during the process. And what did we hear? What theme emerged again and again as we listened to 600 of our congregants talk about what matters to them? Education. Access to quality education. Right here in our own city and for our own children. Today, San Francisco has the lowest population of children of any major city in the United States with only 13% of the population. According to the National Low-Income Housing Coalition, San Francisco is also the most expensive place in the country to rent housing. So more and more of our families are leaving the city because of the high cost of living. In particular, they cannot afford private school and they do not perceive that they have good public school choices for their children. That, or they have been frustrated with the time-intensive and risky lottery process as part of the district. At the same time, some of our families are choosing to stay in the city, and more and more of them are sending their children to public schools. This year, for the first time in many years, more than half of our first-grade religious school class is attending a San Francisco public school. 
These families are deeply invested in their schools and committed to making them even stronger places of learning. Over the last several months, dozens of Emmanuel families have come forward to share their positive stories and their desire to see our congregation get involved in this issue. But the stories we heard initially as we began this process of listening came from more than just parents of young children. Grandparents from across the congregation spoke about wanting their grandchildren to be able to live nearby. Current and retired teachers described the obstacles they faced to successfully educating their students. And young adults expressed their fears about not being able to stay in a city that they have, loved, that they have learned to love in the long term. How many of you know someone who has left San Francisco because of high costs or because of schools? How many of you are yourself thinking about leaving because of these same issues? Whether, we, whether or not we feel directly impacted by the challenges facing public education in our city and our state, our tradition teaches us to care about educational options in our community. The Jewish commitment to public education dates back even as far as the Torah and the Talmud. It is taught, children are not to be sent every day to school from one town to another because of the danger involved. Rather, parents have the right to demand that a town appoint and pay the appropriate number of teachers in their community. Rabbah said in the Talmud, the number of students for one teacher should be 25. If there are 50 students, they should appoint two. If there are 40 students, they should appoint an assistant who is supported by the funds of the town. The rabbis, even early on, valued educating our children and giving teachers the resources that they needed to succeed. As American Jews, we care about education because of our history. As immigrants, the public schools were the ladder that Jews used to climb from poverty to affluence in American life. We were the beneficiaries of a great and powerful tradition. In many ways, the public school was considered sacred and holy by the Jewish community. It was the method and setting by which Jews could become Americans. How many of you or your parents or your grandparents benefited from American public education? So we heard these stories, our congregants' personal stories, and we decided to learn more. A dedicated team of over 20 congregants has spent the past year researching how Emmanuel could engage in supporting our public school system. Specifically, we learned that the San Francisco Unified School District has embraced a new curriculum that will align with the 21st century Common Core standards. We have learned that this curriculum, designed even by some of our own members, by congregants, has great potential to promote critical and creative thinking, to encourage teacher collaboration and problem-solving research. But to be successful, the district will need to invest heavily in teacher professional development. Teachers need to be supported and coached in collaborative learning communities so that they can maximize the effectiveness of this new approach to teaching and learning. 
All of the listening, all of the research that we have done as a congregation will culminate in a large public event on May 31st in front of key educational stakeholders, school board members, the head of the teachers union, and leaders of the philanthropic community, as well as representatives from the San Francisco Unified School District. We are going to talk about why this matters to us as a community and how we want to be partners in this process of creating change. Yesterday morning, a group of us had a very productive meeting with Richard Carranza, who's the incoming superintendent of the school district. And as we were leaving his office, I, I had this epiphany for a moment. This event is going to be a big deal. I had been excited, I had felt the energy and the passion from all of our congregants who have been working tirelessly on this for the last two years. But sitting with the superintendent and seeing his enthusiasm, seeing the seriousness with which he took this, and also realizing how important it is to have representatives from all four of really the legs of the table that is going to set the successful implementation of this curriculum just made me so excited. I feel like this is not just going to be a big deal for Emmanuel. This is going to be a big deal for the Jewish community. It's going to be a big deal for the more than 55,000 students that the San Francisco district serves. And really, on a deeper level, it's going to be a big deal for the city of San Francisco. Emmanuel has a long history of involvement in tikkun olam, in acts of healing the world. We volunteer as reading buddies and tutors in local elementary schools. We cook dinners at the Interface Shelter, we garden at the Free Farm, and much more. Our recent efforts around public education are another more systemic way that we hope to make the world and our city more whole. The process of organizing that we have engaged in and that we are engaged in is not easy and it is certainly not quick. It takes patience, it takes perseverance, it takes faith. But that is what it means to continue to uphold the ethical principles of the Torah. That is what it means to create a kehila kedosha, a holy community. The prophet Jeremiah said, Seek the well-being of the city in which you dwell, for in its peace you shall find peace. The work we do together on May 31st is about the well-being of our city. It is about the future of our congregation, it is about us caring for each other, both fellow Jews and for our neighbors. These are our stories. We are parents. We are grandparents. We are members of this vibrant congregation, and we are residents of San Francisco. I hope that as part of our holy community, as part of our Kahila Kedosha, you will join us on May 31st to learn more and to support with us. Shabbat Shalom.